Why, hello there. Hans Donda here. And before this episode airs, I just want to share a little story with you. It's about Tripod Month. Now, I know what you're thinking, but it's not about a big dink or the number three. No, only a real lowlife would think that. A real turkey. No tripod refers to try a pod cast this month. And heck, why not get a friend to try one too? Hey, why not tell them about this one? Jerk practice on iTunes. If you think they'll like that sort of thing. Why not? Because if more listeners subscribe, rate, and review the pod, it makes it easier for others to find it and join in the fun too. But really... As, I've, as it's been said in the past, it's most important to us that we get together and laugh. And the more the merrier. And oh, my, my, my. What a wonderful world that would be. Hit it, Meg. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. All right, I'm recording. So I should stop recording? (laughs) (laughs) You're kidding. I don't know. So we're good. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a murder. (laughs) I was thinking of... uh, uh, Oh, wait. Uh, Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. My name's Hans. Come on, Henning. This is Casey. (laughs) I'm Henning, and I, I always go third. That's been established. Well, yeah, but I normally I don't go first. Hans, oh. you served me in line, so I thought maybe I'd go last. We'd just go up. Oh, I see. It keeps going around clockwise. In uh, right off the bat, can, can I ask you guys if... I was thinking of a character, and he kind of sounded like, Hey, how you doing, everybody? No, that's not how he sounded. He sounded like... What are you guys doing? A podcast? And then, so, uh, but I named him, <laughs> I named him, uh, um, Herbert? Jaime Mankin. Ooh. Is that, Ooh. is that spicy? It's pretty close. Uh, is that, that first part of it, is there, is, why is there something, you know, if you think it's wrong, if it's, if it feels wrong, say wrong. <laughs> and for I some think... reason that feels wrong. Am I right? It's not because Jaime is short. For, I would assume for Hiram and Hiram Mencken is like, sounds like a real, a real Jewish name, but it sounds like you put a little extra Kanisha on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I don't well, know it, why it is an actual name, but it's also a slang. No, I feel like and it's that's... the Jewish version of like Joe Bob or Jim Bob. Right. Oh, Billy Bob. But right. they never burned Jim Bobs in ovens. Oh, Jesus. All right. I. Jesus. Jesus Cristo. Jesus Cristo. I don't know. <laughs> Pretty non sequitur, but I was. I was. Why would my mind go to that name? I guess it's just because I like. I like peppy names. It's got a like a it's got a funny a, name, <laughs> right? It is. But uh, you know what? The, if it if it's steeped in blood, I'm gonna let it go. I don't I even have any. Like- I don't have anything. It, it, it's, I'm not letting much go because I didn't have anything that went beyond. How's the podcast going, fellas? 
That's, it been, also s- that's my fourth uh, variation of whatever that is. <laughs> he also sounds like the uh, the dead old guy with the boner in Clerks. Dead old guy with... Oh, yeah. He's like, can I get some toilet paper? No, the night, the soft stuff. Tell on my hemorrhoids. Feels can I get the titty magazine? No, no, they, they got the- bigger titties in there. Yeah. That's a funny. That's a. That was a good. That was a. Um, An often forgotten character in that and, universe. And really, if you think about, I guess because he died. If you think about Kevin Smith and the way he put Clerks together, basically with his friends and local actors, like that was a home run character actor, whoever that was. Yeah. Also, totally. also, um, in that movie, uh, Walt Flanagan, uh, who's one of Kevin Smith's friends, he like. He kills it in a couple with a couple characters in that, and if you oh, listen yeah. to any podcast or you know him from like he's on a show, Comic Book Men, he's yeah. you wouldn't think, uh, I wouldn't think that he could like just slam and embody like a weird character like that because he seems a little straight laced, but he's yeah he really doesn't go good. wacky. Mm-hmm. He does a really goofy like oh you said that in front of me like that. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't go he big. He has, he has he a cute do, cartoony like, voice to start with, I think. Yeah. He's smashing the He's the guy. I didn't realize he was the guy who smashed the eggs. Like, uh, yeah. The guy who's looking. Yeah, no, I, I just I just always thought he, he did a good job. Um, I don't know how he... Speaking of independent film, I saw one yesterday. What'd you see? I saw this movie called Sing Street. You heard of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard the name. I don't know anything about it, though. It was. It's an uh, Irish movie. It's a. Would you still call it a foreign film if it was from Ireland? <laughs> yeah, not foreign speaking, but. Uh, oh, it's an Irish film about these kids in the '80s who like just start a band just because they're nerds, uh-huh. and all their and this kid ha- who starts the band has an older brother who's like, you know, like. In, in, inspires him and gives him all this music like Duran Duran and like all this music of the 80s and it's really really good like the same person all the music is original music but done and it's set in like 85 like one of the songs is like about this model like this mysterious model and like the way the song goes it's like it's very like new wave and like the catch is like the riddle of the model it's like it's really, really good. It's really, um, it was well done. Cute. It's very cute. I haven't watched. It's like I, I only bring it up because I. It's like the first movie movie I've watched that wasn't like a riff tracks or a documentary about oh, yeah. uh, the pornography or. Uh, um, <laughs> right. Oh man, I watched a I watched a tasty treat online. Like you can, I watched. Some days, man, you can watch a clip online and it'll ruin your whole day. It'll just make you feel uh, two two inches tall the rest of the day, <laughs> or like it'll it'll really bring that inner troll out. You'll really wear it on your uh... trolley shoulder. Yeah. Oh boy. Anyways, how are you guys doing? <laughs> doing all right. Good. Good. Uh, it's only been t- finished a book. No. Yeah, a whole one. Of poetry? Writing one? <laughs> you no, wrote a whole book? I wish book? I had written. Yeah, I wrote a whole book. No, I finished that book, uh, Ready Player One. Mm. I have that baby on my shelf. How was it? Oh, this is the one that's being made into a Spielberg movie? 
I had heard that, and then a guy I work with is like, I meant to read that. That movie's coming out. And I was like, oh, I heard they were making it. He's like, no, literally, they finished. Huh. Like, it's coming out soon. It's it's worth reading. It's very, for anyone on the podcast and you guys, there's a lot of Dom, Dom-esque themes. <laughs> it was a, a contest or something. <laughs> Jesus. Damn <laughs> right, that makes here. Ooh. Uh, Call the ASPCA. You got an animal hater over here. <laughs> when they bark <laughs> six inches from my ear and it's piercing like that, yeah. <laughs> Lock me up. I think they got the they, the dogs got Henning early because he was when uh, you walk up the stairs, the dogs go up like the level above you, yeah. and they, they are just perfect ear level as you come up the stairs. Yep. I'm still oh, walking gotcha. up the stairs. They're one Scream flight right up, in your ear. which is perfect ear height, right yep. in the face. They are every time. They're bad dogs. They really are. Like you can tell, in like a, a neglectful owner, by their dogs. Yeah. Like these dogs, they just need little tiny sex boys vests. Yeah, exactly. And a sex girl. run that along <laughs> a, a dirty sex girl rose for her, her head, <laughs> like a crusty fifties rat. No, I'd say yeah. Uh, Ready Player One's worth checking out. All right, I think you would like it. In particular, haunts just because it's definitely the guys older than us, but of our era. Okay. Because it's it's set in the future, and there's this thing called Oasis, which is kind of like a virtual reality, like World of Warcraft meets Facebook. Okay. And like the world's going to shit, and it sucks, but everybody kind of lives in this thing called Oasis, and there oh. are different. Like there's a Star Wars planet, and a Star Trek planet, and a Harry Potter planet. So people just like check mm-hmm. out and go like explore anything they want. There's like planet a D and D planet called Gygax where you just go and do D and D campaigns in like a three D immersed world. Now are all the players dildo dildlocked on uh, robot chairs? Uh, it's almost it's almost Digicon. It's they get it. It gets Di- into it like D- Digicon because <laughs> the main character is just this poor kid who like can just get into the entry level of the the game. Hmm. But he starts to get some wealth because he gets better at it, and he buys, like, a sex robot. <laughs> Dog break once again. Oh. Did you uh, count it? So it's a little bit Wreck-It Ralph, a little bit Westworld, it sounds like. Yeah, What's the player yeah. one? They're I, all players. They're all in a computer game. It's it's a reference, basically, the, the uh, Zuckerberg, like... Elon Musk, like mm. Steve Jobs character who created Oasis dies. And he's like this eccentric who's obsessed with like all eighties culture and video games and movies. So within the confines of this huge sort of immersive interactive world, he hides his own Easter egg. So he dies and he's like a billionaire and he's like anybody who can find this can crack all of these riddles and codes they get all of my wealth they get 100 percent control of this oasis world which everybody's plugged into so it's all these like loner kids trying to crack his code like competing against this corporation that's also trying to take control of it when they find the egg does a crusty madman with a purple blazer come out and say i'm giving it to you and then weirdly hug this kid so you can see his bare lower back. <laughs> Pretty close. Always disturbed me, the end of Willy Wonka, that hug. You know the hug? Yeah. Because yeah, you can yeah. see 
Dirty Charlie's Dirty Charlie's. You can see his like white briefs and his soft back skin. Do you never? It's true. Like, it does. It, it's sloughing off. It's almost years as if of cabbage soup. He ripped the shirt up. Yes. Like when he hugged him, like a very lecherous, like. And then he kissed his ear. <laughs> Oof. Uh, Charlie Bucket is uh, quite the. All of those actors became quite the characters in real life. If you ever yeah. uh, get a chance, feel free to watch. A f- uh, I don't know when the last time anybody's watched a DVD. I found. I found. I still have a subscription to my to the mailers for Netflix. And oh I f- sure, yeah. I found two movies. Uh, like back digging, like they had fallen behind my PlayStation. I think I've had them for a year and a half. I've had, I've had, I have like three Netflix discs I've had for six years. <laughs> I think it's just, I think it's time to cancel that portion of the prescription. Pers- you, know, you, you know, you can quit paying for it, right? Yeah, but first I, I'm going to take them for I all haven't. they got. I'm going to say damaged <laughs> disc. I need to replace. A few a few beauties that I'm missing that I that I gave away and never got back. I was so pissed. Meg ordered a movie, uh, like on Amazon, like a rental that we own. Mm-hmm. She ordered Waiting for oh. Guffman, and I pulled like going on the theme of Mad Dads. I came home and she was like, I couldn't find that movie, so I ordered it. I don't know why I'm doing that voice. I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> find Guffman. I was like I was like, no, we have it. She's like, yeah, right. Show it to me. And I opened up the the and you were like thing, it's right, and, and it was yeah. right there, and uh, and instead of like laughing and going like haha it's right here I went it's right fucking here. like I just pulled like this like it's three dollars but I just pulled like yeah uh, look a little closer next time like who and then she it? threw twelve quarters in your face exactly and was like, here's the <laughs> rental cost. That's what that's what like this weird gig I have is doing to me because it's so compartmentalized pay wise mm. that everything I see That's half of a story I just right. wrote. Exactly God, like put everything in terms of your minutes spent typing at the yes, computer. Now. I'm like I could go to a coffee shop and have a coffee while I write these, but that's an article. <laughs> I can't and you cannot live like that. Like so I need to really let that go. I'm having to adjust to many things in that world. <laughs> on, um, on Ready Player One, I was about to say something, and the dogs started barking. Uh, <laughs> He's the, really got it out for them, too. Yeah. The, uh, the producers, or maybe Steven Spielberg himself, sent out a, a little thing for to like creatives everywhere. Hey, if you want to make something for the movie based on 80s nostalgia, oh. you know, creatives come... come it's a contest to, to get in a real Hollywood movie, but you have to do all the work yourself. And... I that's the the thing. Reading it, I wondered as I read it, I was like, I heard they optioned it. I didn't realize it was almost done because it's so much intellectual property. Like everything mm. in yeah. it is was a video game or a book or a song. Like it's not just like geek stuff. It's music, movies, television. Like, like that, the hardest part for me getting into it was it felt so referential. It felt almost like this guy was just listing things like, remember this. And it was hard to get into. But once 
you get past that and they start building the world, it's actually it's it's a fun read. It's not super long, but so, I wondered like with the Batman movie, the Le- the Lego movies in particular, which is just a mashup of creative property. I wondered mm-hmm. they must because it's Warner Brothers. They must have inroads so they can use some of that stuff. I'm sure it's a lot one? of. Uh, the original Lego movie? Oh, the Batman either, one is out? Either of them. I saw both. I, I love that whole premise. That the the Lego movies can take any property they want that they have toys for and make a movie out of it. And, it works. And they can have it such really works. freedom to poke fun at it. Like you, you never see this in a real serious Marvel or DC movie. Is and that how thought, it works? Yeah, they, take, they have the Batman property and they can bring in any villain they want. They don't have to get permission yeah they can also Um, also you're right you're right casey any warner brothers property because they brought in um i think like king kong and the 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 eye from hobbit yeah the hot sauron sauron yeah uh harry potter uh doctor who oh doctor who (laughs) tardis is he in there retardis (laughs) oh the the dialects no so i wondered It makes sense that you say that, Henning, that Steven Spielberg's like, do you want to help me out? Because they need, like, someone to, to to design, like, oh, we can't have the Power Rangers or Voltron, but if someone for free designs us Voltron. So should I we send them stop, episode yeah. one of the Jerk Practice podcast, see if we can get that baby in there? What do you mean? Stick like, an audio well, he's not, snip. He's not looking for writing. He's looking for. We should send him Com Gambo animated char- characters, just that he can just plunk down into his movie, and not pay a visual effects artist for. Yeah, but Steven Spielberg, <laughs> I I think, in Spielberg's defense, no, nope. he needs it. Fuck you, Spielberg. Pay me. Listed. Ooh, ooh. I that's the first with authority. Henning has listed. I well, think that's the first non non Hans listed. Uh, well, I, gets... I, I listed Musk. Oh, you did, yeah. I think so. Oh, all right. That was the There's first, a lot first of entry. list talk going on here. A lot, a lot off, of listing going on. He can stay listed, but I will say, just from what I heard about, like him and uh, what's that movie he made? Eight millimeter? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> yes. Wasn't it? Was eight, it called 8 Millimeter? Super 8. Super, super eight. 8? The Machine. Yeah, he had the big fat rape, uh, slasher murderer rapist in it. Um, 8 Millimeter is a cage movie. Eh? Yeah, Snake it's not Eyes. Bad. Snake Eyes? Also 8 Millimeter. No, 8 Millimeter is not bad. It's it, like a low rent 7, but it's good. Does it take place in a boxing arena? No, that's Snake Eyes. Oh, it is. Do you guys remember that Jean-Claude Van Damme movie that took place in an ice rink? <laughs> yeah, Sudden Death. Oh, that one was a good one. Do you remember who the villain was? Because it was it was written as a diehard. Oh yeah, that's why it's so good. That's right. Not that so was good, in that but... era where they had a shit ton of diehard movies they were never going to make. So they're like, man, I don't know, somebody else. Not written, not written by Shane Black, was it? No, no. But still, it's good. not that good. Who's mm-hmm. Shane Black? Nice guys. And more famously, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh yeah, Lethal uh, Weapon. He he wrote Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Uh, Last Boy Deer Scout. Ridge. Oh yeah, that's right. And and oh yeah, he was like the golden child, right? Because Last Boy Scout yeah. was like the biggest highest per- paid yeah. something, right? Yep. But biggest paid spec script of all time up to that point. That's great. Is it considered a spec script? 
Yeah, he just wrote it for fun, and they went, we'll give you $50 million. <laughs> but uh, wait, I thought a spec... You, no, we can clear this. I thought a spec script had to be a script that was written a version of something that already existed. You know, like my spec script oh, of Roseanne. I, mm-hmm. I guess. Maybe it's not spec. Maybe I'm confusing the terminology, but he just... Like he just wrote, he just un- wrote an original non commissioned yeah. script, non commissioned. Oh, that's that's pretty sweet. Oh, yeah, right. Because if it was commissioned, they would already have a deal in place. Mm-hmm. But he just wrote yeah. something and then probably got hot from Lethal Weapon or something. And then he went, Oh, but you know, I got something. He didn't even have anything. And he's like, Oh, yeah, 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 we got a meeting on Tuesday. Sure, sure. I got something in the yeah, it had to do. I think in that time, there was it was a, a like an actual bidding market. Mm. Like he didn't have any contracts and it was just like Shane Black has a script. Here you go. And then they just it was like a bidding war to get it, which they don't do anymore. Apparently, they just I don't. I don't. Well, well, they don't have to. Days. There's so many people like that. What am I trying to say? Like, uh, it, does it make sense that there's just so much more content out there that they don't really need to bid yeah. on individual people? There was a really great documentary on Netflix for a long time. It may still be on there. It was called uh, Tales from the Script. Mm. And it was just interviewing screenwriters and just of all levels, like Oscar winners to just, you know, like jobber screenwriters who like write Steven Seagal movies. And just talking about breaking into the business and like how to do it. And there's this great scene at the end of the movie And it's one guy they keep talking to and they keep showing him and you don't really know why he's there because his name's not familiar. But basically he's talking about, he's like, yeah, I write all these movies. None of them are ever good. Like, so I'm going to my therapist and he just was talking about his crisis about like, he's all, he works all the time and just gets paid nothing for these crappy movies. And he was sitting in his therapist's office talking to this other guy who's been working just as long as him and has gotten nothing made. Yeah. So he has just this like, oh, right. I'd rather write the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie as opposed to like have nothing. <laughs> like have nothing Is made. it actually Steven Seagal in disguise? Is it Siegley Stevenson? <laughs> yeah. Just a f- <laughs> what are those Groucho Marx glasses with the nose and the mustache? Didn't, mm. um, didn't I hear one time, maybe you guys heard this, that Steven Seagal like – gave a script to a studio and they're like, what, what's this Steven? He's like, it's the greatest script I've ever read. And they go, Oh, okay. Who wrote it? Me. <laughs> <laughs> or I, that was a bad impression. Me. Me. Yeah. We need to get that Steven Seagal script where he plays Steve jobs up and running. Yes. <laughs> I just re-listened to that. And again, I was like, patted myself on the back. <laughs> Great episode, me. <laughs> Best episode I've ever again. listened to. Next year, next year, uh, Traces of Dick is gonna say uh, instead of Moonlight, he's gonna say uh, Jobsy Seagal, Bugsy Siegel. And I'll see. It all comes together. It's all simulation. Did you guys watch the Academy Awards? I don't think we've talked about it. I mean, I guess it's a little. It's way. It's not the it's most timely the- thing <laughs> in the world. But who? No, I, I. I mean, I watched. Who's counting? I watched that part with the the misannouncement when i first watched it my first thought was like warren Beatty's a fucking racist that was was that really your thought because that was my thought yes 
I really went right there. That's what this I didn't, culture is doing to us. For this, as good of an actor as he is, mean? the face he was making for me at the time wasn't confusion. It was more like shifty eyes. Yes, that's what I thought too. Like I was Maybe it's all the plastic you, surgery. You were thinking, oh, he's reading Moonlight, but that's not what he wants it to be. Yes, that's <laughs> honestly what I thought. My, that's my, and maybe it's because I have a rotten, disgusting brain now and i was just like inside job these old hollywood hacks they don't want this movie that's because it's uh, that's because uh Beatty had uh jaime mankin in his ear <laughs> 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 all right last time that name's ever used especially in relation to hollywood jaime mankin. let's call him hollywood mankin um that's and, cousin. And, a, and the, the last name mankin you know the most famous mankin is hl, HL. and he's a was a rabid anti-Semite. Anti-Semitism, there's a long history of it. And it, (laughs) I'm just, I mean, that's obviously, I'm not trying to be dumb. I can't help being dumb. But what I mean by that is like, basically, and I know it's still going on, obviously. You can't, obviously, it's more present than it seems like ever in our lifetime with this uh, administration. But mm-hmm. name like any name of, of a book or an author you love from the last hundred years. Um, great expectations. Anti-Semite. Charles Dickens. Oh, was. I see what you mean. Yes, he was. Yes, Charles Dickens was definitely an anti-Semite. I guarantee you if you Google Charles Dickens, which I'll do, Google Charles Dickens, anti-Semite, and some horrible letter that he wrote to Mark Twain will we'll, we'll probably <laughs> use that first name. <laughs> He uh, called like, he called Mark Twain a dirty Jew. <laughs> or uh, the my thought was like I read. Um, have you guys ever read uh, um, the Jungle by um, Upton Sinclair? Oh, Upton Sinclair, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's really really good, and it's really re- really progressive. And you're reading, it and you go, "Wow, this guy is a hundred years ahead of his time with like the the food industry and his thoughts on um, immigration." And then you he starts a chapter. He's like. And then those kinky-haired... I, I was going to finish. I can't even say it, but you're just like, oh. Mankins? <laughs> Hiram Mankins? <laughs> no. He was talking about black people. And yeah. so it was like, uh, uh, like everybody's just... Everybody's just a nasty son of a bitch. It's horrible. Like that era of Americans, like Jack London, beautiful writer, horrible, disgusting, super villain-esque <laughs> levels of racism. Is it just you and know what? anti-Semitism? Is it because people we admire are artists, and artists part of being an artist is not um, not corking your bottle. That's not a phrase that makes <laughs> sense. But not holding your like just letting you 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 don't want to stymie your art. Um, no, I think they just fancied themselves intellectuals, and in the in you know like at the time that was science. Science was like. You know, f- you know the science of the head, whatever it's phrenology, phrenology, yeah. and the idea of like the sub races and eugenics, like that was science. Like that, the smartest people in the world were like, "Yes, you should kill all the, you know, the the gimps because you don't want gimpy blood in the the system." Yeah, yeah, you're, you know, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it just and, and, and as an artist, you like to fancy yourself as an intellectual, and you're like, I read a lot, and like smarter people than me. 
Yeah, yeah. What I wonder what's going on today that is gonna that we'll overturn scientifically eventually and and be horrified at ourselves, like the existence of smoke. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. What's the theory on that? Well, so last week I went with my friend Henning here, me and H bomb. We went to a a, a, a a a we we went to a science a science exposition show called Brain Candy Live, but not Kids in the Hall, which is some w- bullshit. I was jealous until it. you said not Kids in the Hall, and I went meh. <laughs> I don't know how they get away with calling it Brain Candy or why they those guys. So it's um. Adam Savage of Myth- Mythbusters, and... It's TV guy that I know of, and real, real nerd guy that only nerds know of. <laughs> TV nerdy and nerdy nerdy? TV nerdy and nerdy nerdy. No, go ahead. Who Bald- else was it? Baldy Beardy from Vsauce, the YouTube channel. I forgot his name. His first name is Michael, but I can't remember it. Smart dudes, and did you know, Casey, that when every time you see smoke, it's all in your... And you're you're making it up. You're not even seeing it. Not even it's in my animal brain. <laughs> yes, not smoke sh- isn't real. I'm not sure that's the interpretation like they meant you to come away with. Smoke isn't real, and ping pong balls are sweet. <laughs> Ooh, I knew that. I like Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, every, exactly. Like every point they made, it had to involve exploding pinballs or uh, ping pong balls somehow. Shooting a ping pong ball through a paddle. That was amazing, huh? Oh yeah. They made a. A vacuum in a tube that was strong enough to suck a pinball through a Not ping- a pinball, a ping pong ball. I just keep saying that. Ping pong ball through a paddle. On I was side. impressed, and then you said ping pong. Pinball's better. <laughs> better. Kill a man. Pinball's always better. Always better. Uh, it was a pinball, and it was better. Where's your paddle? <laughs> oh, my God. He thinks... So the- um, I don't want to go into the... We haven't had a, a, a temporary Trump... Sex, but we're not there. Uh, what What was inspiring about the show? Many things, um, like even like a lot of the shit they made. Like so, Adam Savage, TV nerdy, mm-hmm. he TV like nerdy, yeah. made all of the experiments, like all the devices from scratch, like out of mm-hmm. like PVC pipes and like. <laughs> I was di- hoping you were gonna say snacks. <laughs> it's like he had a nice spread. <laughs> He, uh, they used like diaper bags and shit. And it was like, oh yeah, yeah. And like shit mouth, like everything malfunctioned to start, but then they got it going. I was like, oh, that's, you know, how innovative because I can't, I just, I don't think, I don't know if I've ever made anything that's ever worked in my life. Like anything from scratch. I don't think so. Like I've put furniture together, but I've never been like, you know, what would be good if I like, he made his own juggling pins. He's like, I got a book from the library because I was poor growing up and I couldn't afford to have juggling pins. So I got a yeah. book from the library that taught me how to make juggling pins and I made them myself out of like Coke cans and hula hoos. But I was like, first, my first thought was, why is there an entire book on how to make juggling pins? It's probably the foreword to a book about juggling. I think the book was huh? about juggling or maybe how to make them with real stuff, expensive stuff, but then Adam Savage couldn't afford it, so he substituted Coke bottles. I mean, yeah. to 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 be fair, as I'm, I'm playing agent here, backseat agent, if I'm trying to shill a book about juggling, first chapter's about how to make shit you can juggle. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. 
<laughs> all in one. Doesn't matter. You don't have to buy juggling pins. Yeah, you sell the Fill pins the along sock with full the book. of bananas. That's the smart move. Sell the, the pins along with the book. Pins. Oh, everybody like can't shop at Spencer's bucks. Gifts, Henning. Yeah, and you can't. Um, yeah, you the pins. You you have a, a juggling book that's uh, comes with pins at a library. That book's not getting returned. <laughs> no way. Or only two pins. Some fucking poor schmucks just bowling with two pins somewhere. I never got past juggling with uh, scarves. I can't juggle. <laughs> but can, with a scarf, woo! I can juggle. Ooh, baby. I'll, sh- I'll show it off at the end of the podcast. How you juggle? Ooh, a demo. Cold tag. An H, uh, H candy. An H candy. <laughs> hand candy. Mm, trademark. Demonstration. I'll, and these are atoms of hydrogen. Now watch what yes. happens when I drop it on the floor with oxygen. You, you got to uh, do that favorite. and then sell it to Spielberg. <laughs> Is that Henning juggling Adams back there? My favorite part of the presentation was the they made a hovercraft powered by 10 hair dryers. Industrial hair dryers. And invited a little girl up on Ooh. stage and had her sit on the hovercraft and just pushed her around on stage for everyone to see it was awesome damn but the worst part is nerdy nerd put a digicon on first <laughs> on the seat Gross. <laughs> <laughs> on stage <laughs> you put a digicon and then brought this poor little girl on stage and hit her over the head with a hair dryer and moved her around <laughs> i don't know uh, that was that was incredible. I don't know. I don't know how they do that stuff. I'm still trying to think like even like an artsy and craftsy like I, I, I walked by a few boxes of jello at the store the other day. I never once managed to to crack that code. Gelatin. I, I, I to make jello. Yeah, I could never make it. I could never either. I couldn't wait for it to set. So I just had like mm. this slimy slick stew or <laughs> I made it one time. It was the worst. I made it accidentally in a metal tray. And if you make oh, jello in metal, it like coagulates the gel. So it, and it makes it super thick, like a skin. Mm. Oh yeah, the jello skin. Ugh. 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 Never got it down. Yeah, just, uh, just on the parts that the metal is touching. Yeah. Uh, super yeah, tough. That's all you need. Because I, I think it gets colder faster. Stays colder longer. Let's ask our science segment. Metal Pen candy. cold faster. Let's get a segment. How does Jello work? I actually saw years ago. I saw it's a, a real liquid and a solid. What? Oh, they did not do sublimation. They did not <laughs> prove that to us. No, they had dry. They had dry ice on stage. But that's not. The, we already explained it. That smoke is the smoke you saw isn't real. <laughs> it's water vapor. But you're not really seeing the water vapor because your eyes are broken. Right. Yes. You're seeing. <laughs> Seeing droplets of water. Uh, Ed, I was thinking that was the same thing, but okay. All right, TV nerdy. Yeah, you got me. Too on semantics. Too smart for his own goddamn. Speaking good. of TV nerdy, a little uh, John Honda, Murder <laughs> Master. Oh yeah, that's 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 coming. I was thinking it would be a cold tag. All right. Well, oh, I you thought bossed I could parlay it. Now, Sorry. We busted it in the last episode and didn't do anything about it. Let's just all be clear. The next two weeks are busted. <laughs> just always. <laughs> Don't worry Virtual about bust. it. This, Don't worry about it. This episode is coming out uh, after that one where we bust 
Oh, Honda. John Honda's already been done. It was Don, great. Don Honda. Yeah, that was, wasn't that fun last episode? And to this episode, we'll have the second half, I, I assume. Ooh. Oh, really? Well, oh. I don't know how long it's going to be. TV nerdy. <laughs> Damn. We'll talk about this off air. No, we talk about nothing. We don't talk to each other off air. It's not <laughs> how don't. it works. Time is money, baby. We share. We share with the world or we don't share at all. We just throw potatoes with notes on them at each other. As soon as that number hits an hour, I'm with my jacket out the door. Well, that's what I was thinking. You got to get the schematics of that ping pong gun. Ping pong gun, gun. Then you don't have to throw potatoes at them. You just shoot ping pongs at Bill Gates. You were, uh, We grew up in the Wild West. Did you ever know anybody that ran around with a potato gun as if it was like a, just a toy and not an actual murder weapon? I used one, yeah. Oh, did you use one? Those are really, We shot potatoes really... into the lake. Oh, you did? I just, yeah. I knew like the dirty kids at my school, they just shot them at cars. And you can really get some serious velocity behind those potatoes. Do you want to know how to make a stick of dynamite? Uh, get two packs of sparklers, wrap them in electrical tape. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> just dynamite. Just dynamite. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. It fucking yeah. blows up like crazy. I guess, did we, have we ever had a, I don't know when we started the cast, but uh, I don't know if we've had a 4th of July episode because Casey and I come from. We have not. We'll have to, dis, we'll have to, uh, God bless America around then because Casey, you and I truly come from, I think, the greatest place and the most horrifying place that celebrates the 4th of July on the planet. Mm. Yeah. You By got, far. You got those lax firework laws? It's like an episode of Deadwood. Yeah, literally. Yeah, <laughs> but South in the Dakota. Modern times. Actually, South Dakota doesn't have lax firework. On the Fourth of July, you can light fireworks in the town, right? Can mm, you? Certain ones are in city limits. Not you can many. Light though. Whatever the fuck you want outside of city limits, which just happens to be the lake, which is fifteen minutes from the city. Yeah, or you can go the other direction, and there's a little town outside of Watertown called Kranzberg. And basically what they do is they just take police tape around this town, <laughs> wrap it around the entire perimeter of the town, and it's only like, what, like 10 square city blocks or something, if that. Just put the tape around it, and they just say, you can do whatever you want for the next 24 hours. Literally. And they'll have a, they have a parade that comes through, and like our congressmen will come, and they're like, you know, like people just shoot fireworks at them. It's incredible. It is. It's like yeah. a dead word. So no if one's you safe. you wake up and Look. you start drinking and you light shit on fire. And, <laughs> I, I, and that's where our form, jerk practice member, Brent Reinhardt, born and raised, Brent Reinhardt. Yeah, that's where some uh, OG uh, jerk practice member uh-huh. was born and raised. His father was 10 term mayor. And he he wow. was going to run for mayor, but he wow. wasn't allowed to um, run against his own father. His mom wouldn't let him. <laughs> are, you talking, are you talking about Brent Reinhardt? Yeah. Yeah, Brent. Oh, I missed it because the dogs were barking. They're really upset Uncle Henning. <laughs> Sorry. Now Henning's really upset because you called him uncle. So they just let people go wild and shoot Roman candles at each other and clean up the bodies in 20 hours, 24 hours? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so you know how you think you're like, Kind of, you feel like an adult when you're, let's even say 18, but now, not that we're adults, but now you see an 18-year-old kid and you're just like, holy shit, Fuck they're young. you, like, I need to hug you. You have a lot to fucking learn, sir, or madam. 
So imagine seeing 14-year-old kids, a lot of them, running around this town, but like, yeah, shooting fireworks at each other, but also every one of them with a beer and a cigarette in their hand. Yeah, and, like, it's what fucking uh, gangs of New York, like that's what New York City used to be like. It was like, you're afraid of 12-year-old kids because they are going to hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> they have every intent of hurting you. They may like steal your fucking wallet if you let them. There's just, I just have vivid memories of we would just walk and there would like clumps of adults would be gathered just for whatever reason. And there were in a yard and you just walk by and you just light one of those like hundred packs of blackjacks or whatever firecrackers mm-hmm. and just throw them into the middle of these people. Like just by their face. It, it, it was very, very lawless. I, I wonder if it's the same. I hope so. I do too. That should not go away. It's too PC, this world. Well, I think that's slowly shifting as well. You know what I saw a commercial for today? I've never seen one in my entire life. It was um, a recruitment commercial for uh, the Border Control, whatever that organization Mm. is. They're getting a lot of cash, dog. Yeah. Have you ever seen... Well, that EPA money is going to Border Control. For ICE or Border... Border cops, uh, just patrol. The what's border. ICE? Immigration? Oh, ICE. Yeah, I don't know. What it was ICE? I think it was just straight up the dudes that stand in the towers with their right, right. Border like control. fucking uh, the fucking boat, the boat cops. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely. Uh, oh, yeah, they need boat cops too. Sure. Watch out for those Swedes. Whatever, Harbor Patrol or whatever <laughs> it's called. Yeah, I don't. But I've never seen a comer. I've never seen that before. Like there's there was like, it like slick and cool like the the army ones or yeah the- like a exactly like a marine fucking commercial like we need you America's borders have been safe for that let's keep them that way uh, veteran well, uh, preference prefer veteran preference it said that at the bottom I was like oh yeah it's like so that's great like I, I don't now I'm gonna sound like shitty but I was just like. Yeah, all these fucking guys, you scumbag, that are coming back from overseas fighting this war that uh, uh, are are upset because they couldn't get a job. Now they're going to get a job where they're pissed off about the way they've been treated. And usually that rubs off at the way you treat other people. Does that make sense? That doesn't make a lot of sense. They're going to take it out. I don't know why they're so pissed off. But veteran preference means like... You know what? I'm 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 really digging it to the veterans here. Oof! Don't they're big listeners. We got a big veteran pop. Don't tell <laughs> Drew. <laughs> Is he yeah. a veteran? Yeah. Drew's a vet. Mm-hmm. I uh, see. I only. Re- still, I, I, th- I believe he's still active in the reserve Air Force Reserves. I may be wrong, but in my uh, uh, gum battle brain. All vets look like Lieutenant Dan. Tell Drew to grow a foot-long beard and get in that Lose wheelchair. Lose those legs. <laughs> I mean, if I was a vet, I'd play it up, wouldn't you? Wear a jean jacket. Jean jacket. Lots of greens. More patch than jacket. Lots of greens. Get a, da- get a dog, put it in a book bag. <laughs> we need a lot. We need more John Rambos. Oh, there was... Um, Oh, what did I see? There was uh, I saw something on on Rambo recently. They're going to they're remaking it or something. They're having a reboot. Just called John. John, <laughs> get out of here, John. That hey, is a, boo. 
That is a. Have you ever seen that movie, Annie? Yeah, I have. Uh, it's perfect. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like oh, as far as those movie. movies go, it's not bad. The first Rambo was supposed to be Steve McQueen. That makes sense. Nice. But he he had died before they could went into production. Which makes sense because there's that crazy motorcycle chase, which is kind of Steve McQueen's sure. trademark after The Great Escape. But Steve McQueen is so much older than Sylvester. But that's the Sil- thing. Think about like a proper veteran at the time. Like he would look like a grizzly old Steve McQueen. Yeah, I guess you're right. Not that like a sense. young buff. Like I don't know how old Stallone was. He had to be in his mid-20s maybe. Hot um, off that. Double pump. I'm not salute. taking anything away. He's great in it. Like I love those movies, but like, it would have had a little bit more of an edge if it was like a forty to fifty year old dude. Yeah, I think you and I saw the very last one that came out in the movies, and I kept thinking I was like, it's it's cool. Like I like this, but I was thinking like this would be he's, the way a new Rambo would be portrayed in a Simpsons episode. Like, no, that's we, how many people were getting when killed. When we left, our reaction was, that was the best Jason movie we ever saw. Yeah, exactly. So many people got murdered. Because <laughs> it's just Jason, it's just Rambo as Jason in the woods killing effeminate Asian dudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hundreds of them. So many I really people. say that because the main bad guy, they made so effeminate and, like, molestery. Oh, yeah? It was, like, way that. overt. But I guess at the time when, before that movie came out, we were living with Timmy and uh, Trevor auditioned for the, the role of the sniper in that movie. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't remember that, I guess. It sounds familiar now, yeah. And he had said the script starts normal, like, you know, as a script format, like, scene, description, name, dialogue, uh, I guess as the script progressed, because Stallone wrote it, <laughs> it switched from Rambo to Angel of Death. <laughs> that the title of it, or just his like he the, the characters stopped being referred to as Rambo in right. the script and started the Angel of Death. Angel of Death crept from the jungle and slit the man's throat. <laughs> oh, he's got to keep Angel it interesting for him. But well, you know Stallone's not sitting hunched over his typewriter. So, I mean, he's got somebody typing, and he's just like, he said that out loud, and he went, we're sticking with Angel of Death. It's brilliant. Keep it going. Oh, so good. I wish he lived like Hemingway or Trumbo, like over, just slaving over an old typewriter. Just this beefy, Rambo-y looking guy over this old-timey typewriter, exactly. Just like the chicken finger type, the one finger. Eh. He's just, uh, I'm trying to think of like what like a beatnik wore. So he's got like that kind of like beat style haircut with a cigarette out of his mouth, but he's still like that chisely 80s body. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that means. (laughs) He had a chisely 80s bod. He defined it. Definition. A definition of 80s bod. Pretty veiny. Yeah. (laughs) Stallone's bod. Speaking of Andy, been watching a lot of wrestling lately. Have you really? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I I think it sounds fun. I, I I don't. I guess I could get it on Hulu. I feel like here's my reticence for um uh-huh. watching wrestling. 
I'm out of the tu- I'm out of touch. Was it easy for you to to hop on board to storylines? Uh, I would say if you have Hulu, just I would say watch. It's called NXT. Mm-hmm. It's like the minor leagues of what the WW normal WWE would be. Yeah, if that's the major leagues. Uh, I would say though their episodes are like 50 minutes long. It's filmed in Florida. The way remember the old WCW episodes, like they didn't travel. It was just a set studio. Yeah, sure. And yep. it was filmed live, so it's that. So it has that feel. It's a little, a little scummy. Yeah, like, like not it. like overproduced. And the people in it are either young, like up and comers, or older men and women. Who have been doing like the lower circuits. So the matches are way more exciting. Okay. Because these people have something to prove. Prove if they're veterans, they've been doing this a long fucking time. And yeah. they know how to make like a 10 minute match. Just they, they, they have it. They know how to do it. They know how to make it sing. Are they literal veterans? Veterans Not preferred? Not as many. That's where they're all going, huh? Into the w- WCW. Well, there's, there's actually an... A Netflix show coming out that's about it's called Glow. It's glamorous ladies of pro wrestling, like or of wrestling, of wrestling. It's Wait, a comedy. An, oh, it's a comedy. Oh, yeah. I don't oh. know if it's period. I don't know anything about it. I saw a promo for it. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's. But shit. I would say if if you like, you don't have to get back in wrestling. But if you watch wrestling the same way you watch comedy. You enjoy it. You don't watch it. Don't watch it as a, like a competition because it's not. It's a performance. Yep. And like some comedians are better than others. Some are more developed. And if you watch it that way, it's way more fun. If you watch it as like performance. So is there enough of that though? Like, because it seems like all I see are these like hordy randers that are like just straight up like beefcakes without personalities. Like, is there some snookas and happenings over there? There's some. some I would say. It just for fun, if you ever wanted to, I would watch. There are two, and you can watch them on Hulu if you have it. It's called, as I told you, NXT, which is the like, you, like lower tier, mm-hmm. or it's called Two Hundred Five Live, and that's it's all the lightweight guys. Oh. So it's all the luchador guys. It's all the guys from Japan. It's the English American guys. So they put on like top rope backflips, like kicks, and mm-hmm. it's fun. It's exciting. So if you ever wanted to watch, I'd watch those because they're shorter. They're, I mean, it has the wrestling story, but it's more about watching the one episode. And you're like, that was a great match. It's like <laughs> that guy's a bad guy. That guy's a good guy. Like it's, it's like what it should be. Yeah. It's well, you don't get hung up on like it's distilled. Yeah. And the little guys I, so are I would say, more acrobatic than the big guys. It sounds like they sell it more. They're less like. The, the WWE, like Raw and SmackDown, it's like, it's fun. It's really long. And a lot of the guys have been doing it a long time. So they some of the matches tired. are j- they're just bad. They're just not fun to watch. <laughs> and they're building towards the pay-per-views. So you watch and you're like, oh, that was a, like, oh, the match was saved because this guy interrupted. You know, it's less. The other ones, they wrestle. It's over. There's a lot of clean wins. You know, it's fun. I was not involved, but one of my friends did decided in art school he would do for his final project a uh, a whole backyard wrestling league. He made up. He was the 
promoter and a wrestler, and he got his, all his friends to to be characters, wrote them all, and uh, shot it in his backyard on a couple of mattresses for his thesis. Was this Isaac? <laughs> a guy named Angelo. That name sounds familiar. Angelo. I think Isaac must have been in the ring. Isaac, he had to be. As a character. Isaac made a video game, I remember. Or you made it for him yeah, and put we, his name on it. We all, we all made it, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. I a, thought it was a, just his project. A fighting game. I remember that. I played that. I went to, yeah. I went to like, your guys's like, final ex- exhibit, I guess you'd call it. Like, it mm. was an exhibit of your... I mean, I left right away because one of them was just you walk in a room and it was just, like, a set of butt cheeks that farted a cloud that just said, Dreams. Like, all <laughs> right, <mine>. artists. <laughs> I could have done this. I lo- I I went uh, uh, I, I again one of my fa- if you look if you watch wrestling don't watch it as a yeah. um here's my opinion and and it's it's worth dog shit but if you watch wrestling and watch it as a comedy and you'll enjoy it more if you in if you go to a modern art museum go to it and enjoy it as comedy as opposed to desperately trying to find deeper meaning. And you'll yeah, be I agree. like around the corner for me is mm-hmm. PS one, which is mm-hmm. the museum of modern arts, like sister museum. Uh, and it's even more, a little more experimental. Like the, the MoMA, if you know it, like, yeah, they have like newer exhibits, but they, they're mainly like your standards, like Picasso. And like, they, they actually have this like uh, archive of amazing, like renowned modern art. Mm-hmm. You go to this one. I don't know if I've talked about it. Uh, there was a guy uh, when I was last time I was there named. Uh, did I talk about this Christian Schlieffen? I might have talked about it, I but I, I, if I talked about it, I probably talked about one thing he did where uh, he just made a fake reality show, but he played the uh, host. But all the members of the reality show were. This was in Germany. Were at a German house for the. Um, not ill repute. That's wrong. For like <laughs> mentally handicapped people, and they were legitimately like. So he showed up like it was a real show because he had the budget for a real show, and it was called like mm-hmm. Superstar Two Thousand. It was like based on. Um, it was. It was actually in two thousand. Like, um, what was the big, big show? Like the singing show, American, American Idol. Idol. Uh, but it okay. was. But more like America's Got Talent now because it was like, what's your talent, and. It was these handy, like mentally disabled people, mentally challenged, whatever it is, um, like getting to act in a talent show, like having fun, but like going off uh, the reins. So I'm, I'm watching it. I'm you put, you put. It was gummo. It was gummo mm-hmm. too. Yeah, for the mm-hmm. gummo aspect. I put like, the headphones on and I'm like, what am I watching? And he's playing this like shysty host and he's like welcome to star 2000 here we go here is rusty michaels and it's just this um mentally uh non-capable why can't why do i have trouble saying this 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 slower gentleman in overalls with no shirt under it which i'm sure is just how they like they're like hey if you're gonna do something like i know there's something behind the scenes like dress like a farmer because this guy just came out Grabbed a watermelon and just <laughs> broke a watermelon in half. And then just like oh, grabbed another watermelon. I'm just watching this. And I couldn't help it. But just out loud, I just had to go, yeah. bullshit, bullshit. Because they had <laughs> yeah, like a bunch horrible. of screens. And I could look to my left. And other people were watching like the same thing. But maybe like 
a, a ten minute interval. They were watching, you know, like again, I, like I said it once, I'll say it again. I'm putting it on the list, modern art. There's snake oil. That's snake oil. Yes, sold. PS One anyway. The same artist had one of those. Um, uh, we're talking. This is postmodern art that we're actually talking about. If it's PS One, all. all. I want to see fruits, luscious what? fruits rendered in high detail. And That's lobsters. Pic- Lots of wealthy lobsters. Listening. You're putting Picasso on the list? You're putting Dutch masters. Monet. I'm putting all that. I mean, Picasso. If you. Monet? On. No if you way. Want to talk, uh, Monet, no way. Picasso. Kandinsky, Clay, Picasso. Gross Costco. <laughs> Picasso, go to Costco and get a real job. <laughs> Shirt practice shirt official. No, but he um another another piece of his art was uh one of those um you know like stair lifts for like elderly people to get up and down the so stairs. So he likes to, to make fun of mentally challenged people and physically challenged people. Yeah, you get on this stair lift and it just like as you ride up, it's just like you know, can't, like funny, like crazy images, very jerk practicey that are projected on you. So this stair lift is not on stairs. It's just on a big wall and you ride the lift up at a diagonal. And then as you're riding it up, it's just like a fight between praying manises and uh, the guy breaking watermelons again. And like all these things projected on you as other people watch you ride this thing up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I was at PS1, they had an installation. It was like a bunch of air tanks with balloons hooked up to them. And then they would just not even fill in the sort of brain candy way where like, I'm going to drop this one ping pong ball. Watch them, you know, boop, 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 and the thing goes off and all the ping pong balls goes up. It was just like, and just like, it wasn't even like to music. It was just this random inflating and deflating of balloons but it was just the sheer size and amount of gas tanks and balloons mm-hmm. eh, no <laughs> picasso go to costco get a job clay go away nobody oh. knows clay i thought it was clee it's k-l-e-e mm. clay clay he's Can- made it Go go make something real out of clay so I can look at it and make a pair of boobs so I can jerk off to them. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, Picasso had sculptures like that. Picasso had a sculpture made out of junk. He mm-hmm. was an assemblage snakely man. Yeah, he paved the way for such budding artists as yourself. That being said, yes, as much oil as these snakes slither out at you, <laughs> I, if, if I was the scumbag in the matrix, who's was like, I want to come back rich, maybe as a rock star, I'd go, I want to come back as an eccentric androgynous modern artist. <laughs> like that <laughs> sounds like the greatest life. Cause you just wake up. Like, it's like that movie. I think it might've been Basquiat where they walk in and it's, um, whoever's playing Andy Warhol. Maybe it was, um, I forget. He was a who singer. Was it? David Bowie. It hmm. was Bowie. Wasn't David it? Bowie. Yeah. So hmm. he's playing, um, uh, uh, Oscar Wilde? No. What's his name? Andy Warhol. And Andy Warhol just has a big canvas out and he like dumped green paint and he just has this hunky male model drinking beer and peeing on. He's like, I've been giving oh, yeah, him different yeah, yeah. beers and just to see what kind of different streams we got. I'm just like, that's my life. Why do you, that's <laughs> my life. Where's my peeing hunks? <laughs> just to do the weirdest shit. Like, cause I'll like, 
Yeah, like, I've done weird, like, it never comes off, like. Can we just design, like, postmodern trucker hats? It looks like mm. a rah-rah USA hat, but it just said, where are my peeing hunks? <laughs> yeah. We need to, If um, you can convince the art world to uh, come to your it. shows, then you're all set, yeah. It's, you yeah. Just, it's the business of. Personality. Yeah. You got to do something with iPods. Old iPods. All right. Have hunks, mm. have hunks pee on old iPods. Obsolete technology. Very hot See, right now. there you go. Obsolescence. I'm. What I need to do is I need to hit the next hottest gallery opening. Only the wearing. The oldest guy you can find in the oldest pair of briefs you, you can find. The warmest, skunkiest beer you can find. Him drinking it and him peeing on a stack of old iPhones. Yep. Well, I was thinking I just show Programmed up. Programmed obsolescence. Boom. Which down. are playing Basquiat, the movie, on them. The movie, Ooh, yeah. Boom. Uh, yeah, video iPods. I was thinking I'd just uh, wear a long shirt and put a hatchet on my belt and show up to the latest gallery opening and uh, Johnny Appleseed. throw potatoes at the coat check girl. <laughs> it's living art, man. Who is that? Genius. Call me Johnny Hatchet. Call me Potato Mankin. <laughs> Didn't... Uh... So, uh, uh, what's his name? LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf quit his... Got shut down. Oh, he didn't quit? He got... Well, I'm I sure think, he was ready the... to goddamn quit. He just was waiting. He was yeah. he was playing that bluffing game, and he won. Oh, you mean he didn't, he didn't commit to his art? They shut him down for some reason for, like, creating a public... Um, nuisance. Nuisance, <laughs> I guess. Because he is a fucking public nuisance. Just sprayed him in the face with a can of Raid. <laughs> that's my, Get that's out my uh, 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 performance art. Instead of a pie, it was just one of those sticky rat traps. It's right in the face. Right on the beard. Ah, <laughs> oh, that would hurt so much. Maybe PS1 saved him, uh, paid him for the rights to the performance. And we'll get to see it in, per- in per- perpetuity. Perpetuity. They'll put it right next to that basketball in that goddamn fish tank. See that one? Put it Hope in they the... make do it, do it. I dare you, Art. Make him an artist. <laughs> yeah. See what happens. Be hanging around in the in the cellar for the rest for the next fifty years, waiting to go on. Please, can I come out? I want to make a set of gloves made out of dildos. Then you play a piano. That's not bad, but you have to be playing. And then you have to. Lick the dildos for the next verse. <laughs> and the next uh, of that is just the pies and the toilets. Oh, I mean, that's... Ooh, sorry, Dirt. I just hit my dog in the corner of the table with their eyeball. Henning's been doing it for the last hour. I know, I know. That, co- that shut her up. All right, go, go. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Oh, that talk about art. I've been making a little art lately with my my arty culls. Then <laughs> the dogs love it. Do you look for the uh, the ones that have to do have anything to do with the art beat? Um, you got some science ones. You got some uh, nip slip ones. Uh, oh, definitely, God. that's Meg being home. <laughs> Is that an hour? Meg's home. Meg's home. 
Oh, it is technically an hour. We got Don Honda coming up. We can Sorry, yeah. guys. cut this Sorry. one short. Hi, Meg. Well, we can cut this one at an hour. That's an hour. Hiram Mankin signing out. Jaime Mankin, the article writer. I said I wasn't going to say that. Jaime <laughs> Practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. You know, it's an old wives' tale, the story of the, the poster, the detective, and the sauce. It's one that's been passed down from Argonauts to Trolleys to... Whoa, 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 I don't think so there, Shyshop. This is Hans Danders' beat. Okay? Now, when we last left off, Don Honda was in a bit of a pickle. There was a missing poster. A guy named Peter. And a a woman, maybe. And, uh, drugs. Well, my, my, my. The plot just seems to thicken. About as thick as a saucy situation can be, my, my, my. Let me tell you something, Kimberly. I'm about to talk to you like a Dutch uncle. Oh, what does that mean? That means... Kenda pulls his gun. (laughs) In his his mind. I thought about pulling my gun in right now, Kimberly. That's how much... Don't look me in the eyes. If you don't eat pizza, that means you don't eat anything last night. I eat pizza all the time. We just didn't get to it last night because so, so someone eat? had an accident and ruined our meal. You can't eat pizza from the floor? <laughs> nah, it was ruined. So where was the pizza? I just saw sauce. Where? Where do you think? I don't see any sauce anywhere no, in this no, room. No, 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 at Judd's. I only saw sauce, no slice. Oh, I. you know, we. there is... Sauce. I mean, I mean, one of huh, what? This isn't the the clothes I was wearing last night. I have plenty of sauce on this other shirt that I was actually wearing. Kimberly Jealous. returns from the bedroom with a robin's egg blue hoodie. The sweater has the letters OFSU across the front, as well as a soup can's worth of red sauce. So Kimberly was definitely there when the accident happened. What's tragic Ask- is this sweater was totally innocent. And now we'll never be the same. Ask about the boyfriend's clothes. Did your boyfriend wear clothes? <laughs> you like can talk day? to him next if you want. All right, no, Kim- no, ask her about the boyfriend. We're trying to get her to incriminate Dutch uncle. Uh, Kimberly, you, you, you sleep with men? Yeah. Peterman? Yeah. He's my boyfriend. Ron Peterman? <laughs> Uh, I don't know anybody by that name. You ever heard of Ron oh. Goldman? No. Is he the lawyer in <laughs> the O.J. Simpson old. case? Let me tell you. I've seen pictures of him, and that ain't sauce. Moving on. All right. I like you for another case. Involving so, a Mr. Goldman. So, Kimberly, you'd say you love this, Peter, would you? Eh, he's okay. <laughs> you said you loved him. Write that down, Chip. She said she loved him. We hang around sometimes. She's madly in love. We mess around. Would she love Carl Sagan? You'd do anything for him. Uh, 
I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you lie for him? We just hang out. Depends mm. on the lie, but yeah, I mean, no, we're just we're just hanging out, all right? You know, I don't like what I'm hearing, and when I don't like what I hear, it's trouble for you, Kimberly. I pull my mind gun. Where you is where is, like... where is my mind? <laughs> where is it? <laughs> so you don't like this relationship that we have? Well, I'll... sorry. Yeah, Are you, you the relationship be police? Yeah, no, I'm more like karma police. I'm Joe Kenda Minor Crimes. And there's been one. Don Honda, you said. That's what what Before. did I say? Some guy named Joe Kenda? That's some piece of shit. <laughs> From Colorado Springs. Don Honda pulls his mind gun. <laughs> Pulling my mind gun on Don Honda's trademarked. Anyways, look. I I don't eat food. That's why I'm a little loopy. Alright? Listen, Kimberly. Yeah? Tell me something. Mm. Why are you so interested in last night, by the way? What's the, what are you, why are you interested in my pizza and my shirt? We want to, mm. we're looking for a goddamn poster, Kimberly. Oh. Oh, Judd's poster? The yes. Carl's. You heard of it. Yeah. He would do the, everyone liked that poster, but it, uh, it was, it was Judd's. You know, it, he belonged with it. It was his. He was that poster. He would do this thing where we'd blow smoke at the poster and say, Hey, dude, take a puff. Like he was sharing with Carl Saget. Say, say what What did you say? You know, Carl Saget. Did you use a... Carl oh. Saget? Yeah, I think that's his name. Ah, interesting. Shoulderton, can I have a sidebar? <laughs> sure can. A sag bar. Alright. We got this lady here saying Saget instead of Sagan. But nobody could confuse the two, because Sagan is cool, and Saget <laughs> drools. So she's got to be lying, trying to trick us, trying to make us think she's she's not a, in love with the poster. I could go with that. Let's go bad cop, good cop. Shoulderton pl- pulls his mind gun. <laughs> good job, Shoulderton. I'm gonna play it back. You get you get some dirt out of this saucy wench. All right, Kimberly, I'm back, and I'm your friend. Oh, good. I'm glad. You're my friend. Yeah, I didn't mean to be terse there before. Mm. This is my buddy, Chip. Hi, he's Chip. he's not as friendly as me. Chip slams on the table. Oh, careful, Chip. She's delicate. Well, like I... those silky undies she's got on. <laughs> Well, I like you both, despite that last comment, and want to help however I can. Well, that's good, Kimberly. Kimberly, what's the date? What day is it today? And the year. It's April 20th. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> A Wednesday. 1999? April 20th. Sidebar, 420, 1999. <laughs> Sidebar. You know what I'm saying? So Bob Saget exists. That's what I was getting at. I thought maybe it was the the 70s. You know, there's an issue here because Carl Sagan didn't die until 2002. Is that true? 1996. All right. So no issue. (laughs) Good, because I didn't mean to create one. Okay, sidebar over. All right. 
Kimberly, thanks for your help. Sure. You got it. Inter- I, I, uh, so someone took Judd's poster? You could, you could say that. That sucks. Yeah, it does, Kimberly. Uh, for someone. Yeah. And it's not going to be me, Don Honda. It wasn't it's me. It's not going to be Chip Shoulderton. wasn't me. I'm pretty sure it wasn't Peter. Todd was also there. Uh, well, tell think, me something about Todd. I think maybe Todd. Todd left earlier than us. Was Todd wearing a shirt when he left? Yeah. Hmm. He had a black shirt on. What kind of shoes was he wearing? Also black. He likes to dress in all black a lot. Hmm. Yeah, He's that, kind of a punky guy. That's interesting, Kimberly, because your story doesn't hold up. Because oh, yeah. Todd's not black. <laughs> Todd's very white. No, his skin is white. He likes to wear all black. Oh. I guess I misheard you, Kimberly. Anyway, goodbye. <laughs> We're gonna Honda talk- decides to move on to Kimberly's lover, Peter Whaley, a 26-year-old white male with red squinting eyes, a mangy brown beard, and buzzed haircut. He is short and stocky, and he is wearing distressed camo pants and a white OFSU t-shirt, both of which are crusted over with pizza sauce. He wears a smirk on his face. Underneath the flecks of red. I was absolutely floored. You come home looking like you just got off a shift at the slaughterhouse, and then you go to sleep like that? Oh, I definitely have some questions for you, Peter, but not all of them are relevant to the case. Go for Honda. Well, my, 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 Peter. Mm. Looks like you fell in a vat of strawberry stew. It's pizza sauce. Well, I was being colorful with the language. It smells like sauce. Yeah. What kind of sauce is it? The chunky kind or the smooth? It's Papa Dom's special chunky. We get the extra sauce, too. Oh, interesting. We really love the sauce. There's a lot of sauce last night. Yeah. Looks like you had the you had the, 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 the lion's share of the sauce. Yeah, I got it. I got basted pretty good. Yeah. How was that pizza? You ate a lot of slices? We didn't need any of it. I spilled the bookcase on it when I was going to get the napkins and uh, it ruined the stack of pizzas. I was mm. so stupid. Yeah, yeah, you were. You were stupid. Um, hey, I can say that. Jeez. Oh, I'm saying it. I'm rude. saying it. All right. So did the bookcase happen to fall and rip a poster? Rip a post? No, it just ruined the pizzas. Hmm. So after the pizza incident, not to be confused with the spaghetti incident, mm. anyone? <laughs> Calvin and Hobbs? <clears throat> no, that was the string Maybe. cheese incident. Don't pull your guns. I'm all roses. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so after the pizza, you go directly home. Yeah, like in five minutes, there wasn't any food there, so we we went home. I went home with Kim. I brought Kim home. Where was, where was um, Judd? He probably fell asleep on his beanbag like he does every night. Where was Rod? Todd. Oh, Todd, his brother. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He he left too probably. I think he left earlier than us actually. Okay. All right, the timeline sure doesn't seem to fit. Uh, but 
That's okay. Let me see your fingers. <laughs> Honda looks at Peter's fingers. They are dirty with sauce, like oh. the rest of him. How's it feel when you get sauce in those cuts of yours? Does it sting? Because of the acid of the tomato? Peter has no paper cuts on his fingers, then much what? to Honda's chagrin. I was just—I thought maybe you were cut under the sauce. Nope, just sauce. There's a lot of sauce. Will you lift your mattress for me? Uh, no, I. In fact, you can't be in my house anymore. Jeez! Don't chew us out, why don't you? Look, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let us stay in your house. Okay. Any more questions right. about what was that? The the poster? Did you say? No, no, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't say you anything about You said the bookcase maybe ripped a poster? Uh, you really yeah. focus on yeah. the poster. Note it, Chip. Note it. You seem to be not really focused on the poster. All right, I'm going to get down to brass tacks. Who stole the poster? It, it was stolen? I don't know. Yeah, I think you do know. Uh, it wasn't me or Kim. We came home together. We left. So then you're saying it was... Same time. You're saying it was Todd... Uh, I don't know. I didn't see him take it or anything. I don't... Sorry, I can't help you. You're not sorry. <laughs> I, I know you're not. I am you're, very You tried I to kick me out sorry. of the house a minute ago. I thought it was a cool poster. Oh, it, hey, hey, stop. It looked what? really good where it was. I would not take it. Oh, it did, did it? Yeah. We all you, thought it was cool. You think it looked good over your own headboard? It would, but I didn't take it. Can I see under your mattress? <laughs> no. Nothing for mattresses. All right. Not without a search warrant. I know my rights. Yeah, well, I'll be right back. Chip, I don't have any goddamn idea what we're doing here. I felt I had intruded long enough on these lovebirds. I thought uh, maybe I can use something I learned here to shake some more out of Todd. Let's go back to... Let's hit the road. Honda decides <laughs> to... Oh, wait. We already did that. Okay. You're back at, at Todd's house. Sidebar. Anything more? Before we go into Todd's, Chip, what do you say you and me hit Sam Goody? Maybe see if they got another <laughs> poster. <laughs> Just put this to rest. Just a thought. <laughs> it's discontinued. There's no more posters like it. You have to find this. Damn one. it. You know, I've solved... I've worked on over 800 poster cases, and I've solved 797 <laughs> of them. And I'll be goddamned if this saucy situation makes it 800 and... Wo- it, it makes one more that I didn't. All right, done, was sidebar. The- okay, you're was questioning Todd, the one Todd no again. shirt? Yeah. Todd shirtless Todd. no shirt, yeah. Blue sweatpants, no shirt. And his shoes mm-hmm. are We're not, not wearing saucy. Any. Not wearing his shoes. Let's think, let's think. Before we go into Todd, I'm in Kenda mode now. What the hell yeah. does sauce have to do with the poster? You said yeah. wash the poster. Yeah. Maybe sauce got on the poster and they just threw it away. They were too wasted to remember doing it. That's what I was thinking. Something like Let's that. Let's check the dump. Yeah. 
Let's check. Let all right. Before we go into Todd's, we want to check his garbage <laughs> bags outside. You rifle through Todd's garbage bags and find old coffee filters uh, stoners stained don't drink with coffee with bong water, not not having been used as they're supposed to with coffee, but rather bongs and bong water coffee. No poster, nothing with any sauce on it. It's a dead end. I'm filthy. Now I'm covered in sauce. <laughs> Even though there wasn't any sauce. The sauce is on me. Alright, mm. sauce is on me. And it's beginning to go cold. Let's... That's a good line, future me. <laughs> Let's forget sauce. Sauce is yeah. not part of it. Pizza's not no. part of it. Bookcase, not part of it. The poster is the only part of it. Do they have any pets? No. Old... No. Right. So pets are out of the question. I think. Uh, Where did he go? He went. He left early, right? Todd. Yeah. Todd left after. Now both Peter and Kim have said that they think Todd left earlier than them. Oh. Was he hiding? <laughs> Was Todd hiding? Who are you asking? <laughs> Yourselves. We're asking each other. I don't, I don't remember. Did you remember him saying if he Are was you, hiding? You, you're talking. You're interviewing Todd right now. Interrogating Todd. All right. Let's go in and see Todd. Ask him where he went. Todd, where'd you go? I went home as soon as. Uh, I mean, I. Uh, one moment. Mm, interesting. Doesn't quite I... remember, does he? Hmm. Remembers those saucy shoes. You know, I know how to stage a suicide, Todd. I had some pizza <laughs> and left when everybody else did. You wait, wait. But no, nobody had pizza. I had some pizza and left when everybody else did. Then my brother probably fell asleep in his beanbag chair like he always does. No one had pizza. No one had pizza. What? No one had pizza. Hmm? The pizza was ruined. Oh. What are so, you guys talking about? Talking about the pizza incident. Not to be confused with the spaghetti incident, as I said <laughs> earlier. All right. Or the strength cheese. But you weren't there. so No one um, ate pizza. Guess I wasn't there. Honda decides not to reveal other witnesses' testimony to a potential suspect. At least not yet. I almost revealed it, too. So, Todd says he ate pizza... But there was no pizza to be eaten. Why the hell right. would he do that? If he's lying about that, what else is he lying about? Correct. I know. <laughs> Something bothers Honda about Todd's shirtlessness. And it's not the hairless concave chest. Todd, where's your shirt? Oh, my shirt? Oh, that I wore last night. Okay, sure. Or any shirt. Do you own shirts? <laughs> I, I do. I'm just not wearing one right now. Well, put one on. You're making me sick. Todd retires to the bedroom and emerges with a crumpled ball of a shirt. Honda unfolds it and sees something that will change the course of this investigation. In his hands, he holds a dark gray t-shirt with the words, The Black Bundies, across the chest. And below, a television that appears to be vomiting, with a baby doll arms for antenna. Vulgar as it is, the shirt is totally free of pizza sauce. Well, my, my, my. I now know for certain that Todd is lying to me about eating pizza and staying 
as long as the others did. If he was in that room when the bookcase fell, he would have sauce all over that shirt, just like Peter and Kim. Where's the sauce, Todd? Where's the sauce, Todd? What's... What's sauce? Should I... Hey, Chip, did I... Was I... Did I come out with something too quick there? <laughs> Todd, it's a cool shirt, actually. It's real cool. Pizza sauce, are you talking... All right, I left no, the no, party. No, no, no. Forget what I said. Hmm? Your shirt is good. Thank you. Black Bundy's, you know him? Do I know him? Come and marry, come and marry, take all together like a horse, carry, listen up, you, brother, you can't have one without the other. You're talking to Don Honda, bassist for the Black Bundy's. Surprised you don't know that. Maybe that's not even <laughs> your shirt. If you're not a real Bundy fan. Got an answer to that, Todd? I am... I am a total Black Bunny fan. I go to the the church concert hall and listen to them all the time. This guy's full of baloney. They're local heroes in Oregon Falls. The Black Bundys are atheists. Yeah, but they do shows in the church, ironically. They're so damn cool. I know, right? Is that where the poster is? Is the poster in the church? Let's hit the road. No, it's not. I'll just say that. <laughs> all right. All right, Todd. I got to level with you here. Okay. okay. Honda Honda confronts Todd about the lack of sauce on his shirt. See, the thing is, Todd, if you were there where you said you were, mm. eating pizza like you said you were, mm. with a bookcase that fell down, like, did you say that? No. What are well, you talking well, about? Well, guess what? Joke's on you. All right, all right. I left the party before the pizza arrived. Mm-hmm. Why would you do something like that? I had leftover pad thai at home. But I swear, the poster was on the wall when I left. Peter and Kim must have stole it after Judd fell asleep. Doesn't that make sense? Why don't you go question them? Oh, I questioned them, all right. And they were filthy with sauce. <laughs> so filthy with sauce that they would have been too preoccupied to worry about any dang poster. Now, I'm going to make this easy. My buddy Chip's going to cuff you because you're guilty. What? And I'm going to look under I'm going to look under that mattress what? of yours. No, I I didn't want to seem lame, so I lied about leaving the party. Plus, you guys came in here and pointed a gun at me and I was nervous. And you broke my favorite bomb. When Honda's when Honda confronts him about the lie, Todd's story quickly unravels, but without physical evidence linking Todd to the missing poster, Honda realizes it would be his word against theirs. Is Todd suspicious? Absolutely. A liar? Pants on fire. A dopehead? Definitely. And I want to interrogate him like a Dutch uncle. But at this point, I can't convince him to tell me anything else, and I can't get a warrant to search his house just because he lied. I'm beginning to feel like I have the sauce on my face and it's beginning to boil over <laughs> boiling sauce huh it's beginning to go cold like this case and nothing's worse than cold pizza sauce but I don't eat food <laughs> <laughs> the two detectives exit the apartment and reflect on the case while Honda smokes another cigarette Chip, I'm going over my notes here, and I gotta be honest, 
Let me read them to you. It says pizza, drugs, chip drugs, poster Carl, Sagan, April Wednesday 20th, 1992, OFSU, Tad Barlow, Kimberly, Menace, Dutch Uncle, Baby Blue, Silk, Black Bundies, Concave Chest, Peter. It was Peter, I think, Chip. Because that was the last thing I wrote. (laughs) Should we go back to the scene? Let's hit the road. Okay. (laughs) Back to the scene. Sometime, okay, Honda. Sometimes when your investigation runs out of leads, it helps to go back to the beginning. Start over. If you listen, the crime scene will talk. Honda returns to the sauce-spattered living room of Judd Barlow, who is now upstairs taking a not well-earned nap. The ghostly shadows of the room's three occupants are still emblazoned in, in red on its dingy walls. I now know the outlines belong to Judd, Kim, and Peter. But ultimately, this case is not about three friends getting high and talking about the cosmos late into the night. It's about a Carl Sagan poster. It's missing, and it's my job to find it. There's no Judd. I'm looking under his couch cushions. Sauce prints? Where the poster? Where the poster was? The... Okay. Do we see any sauce prints? There's no couch, by the way. Just the beanbag chair. I looked under it. <laughs> Not a thing. What does OFSU stand for? Oregon Falls State University. Oregon Falls State University. That's come up a lot. Was this a crime created with, like, an ice cube and it melted? Okay. Like an ice yeah. knife? Okay. <laughs> About the... Is it a dog? The walls like the in the sauce Baskerville? Bag. Honda sees a green beanbag chair spattered with sauce. Behind it, he sees the faint discoloration of the wall where the poster once hung and now hangs no more. The wall is darker around the edges of the poster, as if years of weed smoke had built up a grimy residue, but left the wall behind the poster clean. Clean except for the gobs of pizza sauce all over it. Poster's already gone. Yeah. And the first person to leave was Todd. Yep. Hit the road. Todd did it. Bingo. With no indication of a sauce shadow behind it, Honda concludes that the poster must have been removed prior to the accident. This conclusively eliminates the other two suspects and links Todd Barlow to the theft. Honda can now piece together the events of last night in his head. Four friends are casually chilling in Judd Barlow's living room when one of them gets the idea to order pizza. When the pizza arrives an hour later, Todd uses the distraction to remove the poster and go home without saying goodbye. The remaining three friends bring the pizzas back to the living room and lay them on the floor, no one noticing yet that Todd and the poster are missing. When Peter reaches for the paper towel roll on top of the bookcase, he stumbles and causes it to plummet onto the pizzas. Two seated figures and one standing are etched instantly onto the walls like thermonuclear shadow. Their meal and their clothes ruined. Peter and Kimberly proceed to totally bail on the cleanup and go home together. 
Judd nestles into his beloved beanbag chair and falls asleep without looking behind for reassurance that the kindly face of Carl Sagan is still watching over him. Todd gets sent to the sisters and the sodomites. <laughs> Case closed. Todd, Todd left before the pizza came, so he had no idea what happened after. He thinks everyone just has another smoke and a bite to eat and goes home. His shirt was clean, but his soul was dirty as sin. For one million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Armed with this explanation, Honda sends his deputy downtown to get a search warrant for Todd Barlow's apartment. The oh, judge laughs some? at Chip and says he's busy. An all-too-common response for the Minor Crimes Unit. Fortunately, Honda has a trick up his sleeve. An Oregon Falls bus schedule that looks official enough to fool the vast majority of minor criminals. When Todd Barlow hears Honda's explanation and sees the fake warrant, he confesses to stealing his brother's poster. Yeah, son. He says, it looks better in my room than his. Well, Todd, you don't decide where someone else's poster looks better. That's that's the owner's well, Todd, decision. Well, I hope you have room in that butthole of yours. <laughs> Don Honda pulls his mind gun and plants drugs on Todd. You're going to need that poster where you're going. Much as Honda would love to send Todd Barlow <laughs> to, to juvie for the rest of his... Not juvie. To hard... <laughs> to county for the rest of his life... Judd Barlow, the victim, agrees not to press charges when he realizes Todd's minor crime saved the poster from a dousing with pizza sauce. Todd relinquishes the poster and submits to one punch in the arm from his big brother. No backsies. Honda is later sued by Todd and Judd for the price of a handgun-shaped bong. The city pays them $25. Honda receives a commendation from his chief of police and the offer of a celebratory trip to Organ Grinder with his friends where he can eat all the pizza and root beer he wants. When Honda starts to accept, however, the chief says, You're serious? I was just kidding, Honda. Get your head out of your ass and then get your ass down to the old church concert hall. You have a new case. I'll go grab... Does that mean he, I need to grab my bass because the buns have a, a gig? <laughs> Sound check. We, we, I had it. I knew it all along. First one in the bag. Boom. Nice, guys. Solved it. Good mystery. Hell well, my oh, my oh, my oh. It's Mario, back to Mario, work Mario, I go. Mario. Mind gun. Love it. You guys knew it was the, the sauce spatter? And the lack of a shadow behind the poster the whole time. Nobody had Which any f finger cuts. <laughs> no saucy shoes. Oh, that's the paper cut thing. you. No saucy from, shoes. From handling a poster. Yeah. That, uh, of course, they would have them all over. Or, you know what else? Like, <laughs> the gum from the poster, like, that you put up on the corners. Mm. Could have had some residue from that. Uh... This is minor crimes. They don't. Have Ooh. The chemistry set that Honda. Stoked. Has. We need more. More Don. More Tokyo Hondas. Well, my my my. That's an hour. Trickfestigate. <laughs> <laughs> Trickfestigate.